Wall Street says it's all about the money. And the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, says even while reporting outstanding quarterly profits, this may be the most dangerous time the world has seen in decades. A new week with the same war in the Holy Land. Israel, born in Gazans, to flee the northern part of Hamas territory before a land invasion. Hamas telling Gazans to stay put. There's a history with Hamas of hiding near civilians. Meantime, Hamas calling for a global day of jihad last Friday the 13th. Such irony in the month of October and Halloween. An Israeli embassy employee was stabbed in Beijing. A teacher in France brutally stabbed to death by a man yelling the Muslim line, Allahu Akbar. Traveling to Seattle, I was reminded the night before of this dark world. Evil, drugs, homeless. Waking up to sunshine, I looked out my window, seeing a church with a sign, Christ our hope. This is Haven Today, here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're continuing our coverage of the war in the Middle East with a series this week called Israel, Help and Hope. War is one of the horrible consequences of sin in our world. It has haunted humanity since the fall. A little later in the program, we're going to hear one lament of war from King David that's recorded in the book of 1 Samuel. He was heartbroken by the events of war, but he found strength in the Lord. So stay with me to learn how we can all find strength in the Lord in these dark days. But first, I want us to meet up with another David, the president of Jews for Jesus, David Brickner. David, you're leading the largest Christian ministry operating in Israel today. Typically, you're all about sharing the gospel with fellow Jews, but during this time of war, you're helping people with both physical and spiritual needs. Do you mind sharing with me? what you've been doing in the name of our Messiah. Well, we are organizing a crisis response with volunteers and supplies. The Moish Rosen Center, which is our main place of operation, is kind of a resource center where people can drop off goods and they can pick up care packages to bring them to the soldiers, especially, and to the families. Uh, Obviously, there are many people who have been uh, displaced because their apartment buildings have been bombed etc etc and so we have a lot of goods food uh necessities personal necessities blankets uh warm socks clothing things like that that we're uh, making available and because we're there we're kind of boots on the ground we already have relationships with lots of people so uh for example moms whose husbands have gone off to war and the kids are at home with no school we're providing chances for kids to come and play in safety. Uh, Tomorrow, we have a play with puppies event so that the kids can come and pet puppies in our Moish Rosen Center. Uh, The government is overwhelmed with the war and is not able to meet the needs of the homeless and the displaced. So we're mobilizing volunteers to serve the homeless. Our, Our own staff and families are also experiencing trauma, spending hours after hours in bomb shelters Uh, And the news is so discouraging, and yet people are drawn to listen to the news. And so they need prayer. They need pastoral care. And and, uh, just, for example, another uh, thing we did just this week so far, we've had 66 uh, Israelis requesting 
New Testaments. And so we've, we've sent out 66 New Testaments so far just this week. So we want Israelis to have the word of God. And we're conducting online <laughs> webinars um, for people who don't have hope. One that really touched my heart, uh, they were doing a Bible study on the Gospel of John chapter 11 about uh, the story of Lazarus and how, you know, the, the, the Messiah transcends death. And there was one woman who spoke up uh, named Debbie, and she shared that she had two friends who had been taken hostage by Hamas, was requesting our prayer and was really moved by the study of, of John chapter 11. Now, these are unbelievers, Israelis, who are coming to receive hope and hearing stories from the New Testament about Jesus and finding hope in him. It's just an amazing thing. I could go on story after story about what God is doing right now. David Brickner, president of Jews for Jesus. David, stick around with us a little later. I wanna know the answer to another question. Uh, and that is, are you seeing a greater interest, a greater response by Jews in Israel right now to Jesus as their Messiah during this war? Yeah, absolutely. I want to give you an opportunity to send help and hope for Israel. We know in the last days there will be wars and rumors of wars. I'm praying that more Jews and Muslims will come to faith in Christ before his return. I'm not forecasting the day or the hour. But I am asking you to partner with us, along with Jews for Jesus, to offer help and hope to Israel. Food, blankets, personal items, along with New Testaments and Psalms to those displaced by the Hamas attack in the south of Israel. What you give will be given in the name of Jesus, Yeshua. Not a dime for haven. Every dollar you send for Israel goes to Israel. No handling fee. Tell us when you call how much you want to send to Israel and how much to Haven. We'll keep it separate and pray about sending a little more to Haven today. Here's our number, and please don't forget, do it right after the program. Call 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or read more about what we're doing by going to our website, haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And a quick heads up as we open the program, we're having a Zoom event with Jews for Jesus in Israel, Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern. And I'll tell you more about it at the end of our time together. Or you can learn more and sign up at haventoday.org. And now let's open with Misha Getz and Shay Wilbur and a prayer for Israel. Your name, the Lord 
Misha Getz is the daughter of Messianic Jewish singer Marty Getz, along with Shay Wilbur. And that song seems to have lots of listens since last week. If you look at Spotify or Apple Music, singing a prayer for Israel, the Shema, here on Haven Today in a program called Israel, Help and Hope. I'm Charles Morris. As the numbers of the dead and injured continue to climb in Israel as well as in Gaza, Our hearts continue to cry out to the Lord. Thousands of dead on both sides of the war. Over 10,000 injured now at least. What are we supposed to do? What can we do? It may sound a bit trite, but the best thing we can do is pray. Pray for peace. Pray for the end of bloodshed. Pray for the violence and the war to end. As Christians called out of darkness and into the light of the Lord's love, Our hearts should not desire anyone to die. Our compassion should not be limited to only the Israeli victims of the horrific act of violence that started this new wave of conflict. Our compassion should extend to those in Gaza who didn't want this war. Many there hate Hamas for their cruelty and wicked action. I recently read that if a Palestinian spoke out against Hamas, they would slit their throat as well. It's a cruel place especially for the children on both sides of this conflict who are suffering. Gaza has a population of a little more than two million, half of whom are under 18 years of age. Hamas militants often use these children as human shields. So as we see this war unfolding, our commitment to the Lord of Peace should drive us to plead with him to bring this to an end. But where can we turn? I recently spoke with L.A. Birnbaum. He's the country director for Jews for Jesus, based in Tel Aviv. And he and his staff have been deeply affected by what's happening in Israel right now. I asked L.A. what scriptures were ministering to him during this time. One of the verses that I keep coming back to every time there's an undescribable conflict is 1 Samuel 30, when uh, King David comes back to the city. Uh, and and um, he's not king yet, but he's uh, he's uh, before he's king, and he comes back to the city of Ziglag that's been burned to the ground, and the woman and the children have been taken, um, and they just cry there until they have no strength to cry, um, and mm. the people are so destroyed mm. they want to destroy their leader, the only one who can help them in that situation, and then it says, and David strengthened himself in God, 
And that's what we we have to try to do because immediately our mind thinks, what do we need to do? How do we solve it? Uh, what what are we do? And and really, we 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 need God's strength in this situation. We need His wisdom. So uh, this is not the first time I've turned to 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 this uh, chapter during a conflict, um, but it's also the first time where I read this the the chapter and I was. It was so eerily similar, similar to what's happening, and I'm just was thinking to myself, "Oh God," because it says God said there that all the children and women would be returned. And hmm. knowing the situation, I know shy of a miracle that won't happen now. But that's my prayer. And my prayer is that uh, people would be returned to safety. And to be honest, that I don't want anyone on any side to die anymore in this fight. Uh, this is not my mm-hmm. desire of my heart. It's just to see God's peace uh, come through the situation. But aware of the fact that, um, you know, David had to go back and fight and 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 correct what was done wrong. Um, and uh, this is uh, this is this is our reality. So that's really that chapter again and again that I go back to um, in times of war and conflict get, that David would strengthen in, in God and. Yeah, that's as a mm. as leading a big mm. team. It's also what I need to do because now, how do we minister in this time? This is Saving Today. Ellie Birnbaum with Jews for Jesus in Tel Aviv, a fellow brother in Christ Jesus. He just shared how First Samuel thirty was sustaining him right now, and he mentioned the story briefly. But I want to read the story together with you to see how it can give us strength and may even help us as we continue to pray for peace. David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it, and had taken captive the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. Isn't that like what happened in Israel just last week? Captives taken, buildings burned, destroyed. In the wake of such a disaster, so many hearts were burdened with the pain of searing loss. So many hearts were crying out. I can't imagine the fear and the pain of seeing a loved one taken away from me like that. And when David... And his people saw what was happening. They simply broke down and wept. And that reminds me of Jesus, the king of Israel, the king of all kings. Seeing that his friend Lazarus was dead, Jesus wept. When he looked out on the city and realized how many there were suffering under the brutal effects of sin, he wept. Jesus is here with us in the pain. He's watching this conflict even now, and even now he is near. And more than that, he understands what it means to hurt. He is a great high priest who can sympathize with us. We can pray that the people who are suffering most right now can find comfort in the tears of Jesus, just like David of old. Here's how 1 Samuel 30 continues the story. David was greatly distressed because the men were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters, but David found strength in the Lord his God. Now we need to remember that. 
David found strength in the Lord. That's where we can find all strength. Here in the West, where I live, we might look at what's happening in Israel and Gaza with a sort of detached indifference. It's not happening to me. It's not happening to anybody around me. So why should I be invested in this? But don't forget this. There are Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, on both sides of this war. Palestinian Christians, Israeli Christians, they are hurting. And there are also Jews that need to know Yeshua as Savior and Lord. And the same can be said for Muslims. Well, we need strength. People that are Christians there right now need strength in the Lord. Jesus suffers with us, but he also gives us comfort and peace as we draw near to him by faith. The grief that David felt was met with the strength of the Lord, and it moved him to go out and fight. We are called to that kind of response. Jesus isn't only our king. He's our high priest, as well as our advocate. He has waged war for us and secured our victory over sin and death. We don't pray for more bloodshed. We don't ask the Lord to smite. Vengeance is mine, declared the Lord. We leave that judgment to him. And instead, we turn our eyes to Jesus. He feels our pain. He weeps with us in our turmoil, in our brokenness, as we struggle to respond to this violence. But Jesus also lifts our heads and helps us to remain steadfast. We can pray for everyone who's suffering. We can pray that they will find peace in the Lord Jesus. We can pray for the Jewish people in Israel and their suffering, that Jesus, their Messiah, would break through. We can pray for the Muslims, both in Israel and Gaza, who are hurting right now. We can pray that Jesus, the great prophet, will meet them and redeem them. And we can pray for our brothers and sisters in Jesus. Those in Israel, the fewer in Gaza that already know Christ, we pray that they find strength in the name of all names. We pray that Yeshua protects them. We pray that his peace that surpasses understanding will wash over them over and over again as this conflict continues to rage in this new week. Lord, come quickly. Lord, make your peace known, and may you be glorified. Somehow, be glorified through it all. Our enemy, our captor, is no pharaoh on the Nile. Our toil is neither mud, nor brick, nor sand. Our ankles bear no calluses, from chains yet, Lord, we're bound. Imprisoned here we dwell in our own land. Deliver us, deliver us. Oh
Andrew Peterson with Scott Mulvihill singing Deliver Us here on this Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, the program called Israel Help and Hope. When we began our time together today, we were talking with the president of Jews for Jesus, David Brickner. David, thanks for sticking around with me. I'm curious if you're seeing more interest in Jesus as the Messiah now than you normally would with Jewish people in Israel. Absolutely. One of the interesting things about Israel is that is the place of all the 12 countries that we're ministering in where we're seeing greater openness, especially among young people. Uh, a younger generation has become very disillusioned with the uh, religious and the uh, hypocrisy of the religious. They're very disillusioned with the government and the political situation, and they're looking for answers. And for many of them, uh, facing now this uh, existential crisis, now being called up to the military, now not knowing whether they'll be alive a day, a week, a month from now, are really seeking. So soldiers were giving out copies of the New Testament for them to put in their backpacks to take out onto the front line. Uh, It's just an amazing thing. And so we, we trust that the seed that's sown will bring a harvest. And uh, obviously, we're using the Psalms as well as a means of comfort for these people who are so uh, fearful. And, uh, you know, it just breaks my heart to see uh, them having to take on this grave responsibility uh, and not knowing that there is a hope in Jesus, a hope of heaven, a hope of, of life eternal. They don't have that hope. Uh, and yet they're they're looking for something. So yeah, the openness, Charles, is unbelievable, and we're just doing everything that we can uh, to meet the needs. David Brickner, President of Jews for Jesus, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us. Well, thank you, Charles. I'm going to give you an opportunity to partner with David and his ministry called Jews for Jesus to send help and hope to Israel. We've heard from so many people who want to help. What can I do? God's people are joining us and praying for peace in the Holy Land. But there is more that you can do. When you partner with us and Jews for Jesus, 
You'll help send blankets, clothes, personal items, even food to the displaced in the south of Israel along the Gaza border. But here's where it's significant. They're handing out free New Testaments with the Psalms. And as you heard, people are wanting them right now. This campaign is called Help and Hope for Israel. Every dollar you send for Israel goes to Israel. We don't take a handling fee. So call us right now or give on our website. Tell us how much for Israel, how much for Haven. We could really use your help right now as well. And we'll keep the funds totally separate and wire your gift to Israel directly to Jews for Jesus. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN. Call us right now. Don't delay. 800-65-HAVEN. Or go right now to our website and make your gift there. Haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And just as we have to go, I want to invite you to a special Haven Zoom event this Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern. We will be hearing live updates from Israel as we talk with the president of Jews for Jesus and their country director. We'll be joined by a few of the others, too. It'll be a critical time to connect directly to the Holy Land about what they're seeing and hearing right now, and also how Jews for Jesus is helping displaced people with physical needs as well as sharing the gospel. I encourage you to sign up for this special event on our website at haventoday.org. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Thousands of innocent people are dead, thousands more being displaced. The war between Israel and Hamas has shocked the watching world. King David was no stranger to war. When it seemed as though the walls around him were crumbling down, he went to the Lord. Though enemies were seeking to take his life, David trusted in the God of Israel. He wrote in Psalm 27, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? May this be the prayer of all those affected in the war. As we pray for a swift conclusion to the war, let's ask that the Lord use this hard time to bring more into his fold. Get daily encouragement from God's Word with Anchor Devotional. Try it out at getanchor.com.